This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. I'm right. sorry. No, it's okay. I'm grateful, Deborah Evans. Good morning, all. Good morning, grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. You too, Valacita. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Valacita. This is Brother Michael. I hope you're well. And if I may put a prayer request in for my aunt Ruth Wallace, who passed away uh, yesterday. Pray for our family and that they come together to be together one in Christ. And uh, there's some infighting going on and that kind of stuff happening. So let's pray for the healing for the family. Healing. Okay. And what's the last name? Did you say Willis? Uh, Wallace? Wallace. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. We, we, we had her on a yeah. prayer request, her and her son, and they both died. Uh, he died two weeks ago and she died yesterday. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we will certainly be lifting up the Wallace family. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank, thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning, my name Eva. My Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Happy Wednesday, Valacita, Yvonne. This is Diane. Good morning, Diane, and happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound. Good, to hear Good you. morning. Happy Good Wednesday. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I, I I missed your name. So sorry. I didn't give a check. Good morning. This is oh, Rita. Okay. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> I'm hearing things or not hearing things. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Good to hear your sound as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Elisa. Happy Wednesday, and God bless everyone on the call. And have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Can I get a prayer request real quick for my husband? It's Rick, and he's uh, going in for an ultrasound on his heart this morning. Okay. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. We will definitely keep him in prayer. Thank Thank you for letting us know. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Susie. Good Good morning. morning. (laughs) Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday. 
Happy Wednesday. Oh, I thought Susie was declaring, uh, hosting this morning. <laughs> Not till <sorry>. Thursday. <laughs> okay. Good morning, everyone. How about that? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salisita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Salisita. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salisita. Who else is on the line? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Valuables. Rochelle, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, family. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Rochelle. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to place their phones on mute, and we will begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us for the rest of the month of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Obedience. All the declarations will focus on the importance of being radically obedient to the will and the plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will all be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. We have some prayer requests. The first one is from Yvette Brown, and she's asking for prayer for Isaac Wilson. He's in the hospital with a collapsed lung. So let's lift him up, praying for complete healing in his body. Brother Michael um, informed us that his aunt passed away, and so he's asking for healing and prayer for the Wallace family. So we'll just pray for God's peace and comfort to rest upon the Wallace family. 
And then Susie is asking for prayer for her husband, Rick. He's going into the doctors today for an ultrasound on his heart. So we'll just pray for a good report from that, that ultrasound test. The order of the callers is follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Just want to make sure that you can hear me clearly. Valacita? Yes. Am I okay? Okay. Yes, you are. Amen. Thank you. We're gonna, thank you. We're going to get ready to um, pray corporately. And, and just in case there's somebody that is new on the line, we're going to pray together. And then at, at a point in the prayer, I'm going to ask everybody to take their phones off of mute. And then we're going to um, worship God corporately. We're going to worship God together in praise. So, um, Father, we just thank you and praise you. Ah, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah, 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 yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. And greatly to be praised. We thank you, O oh God. Hallelujah. The lifter of our head. Ah, strong tower. Hallelujah. Our strong fortress. Hallelujah. We thank you. Our refuge and our protector. And hallelujah. Our healer. You are, I am, everything that we need. Even when we don't know how to ask for what it is that we know that we have need of, we thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. 
that you're right there with us. You're right there with us through every situation that we face. Even in those times, oh God, when we feel like we're all by ourselves, we thank you, oh God, that we can trust that we are, you've you've lifted us up in the palms of your hand. Hallelujah. And it's you that are carrying us isolated from everything and every person that would seek to discourage our hearts. God, we bless you today. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, that you take us from faith to faith and glory to glory. Hallelujah. God, we bless you because you're great and greatly to be praised. Father, you heard them. Every prayer request that went up this morning, hallelujah, those that are uh, standing in the gap for friends and loved ones, hallelujah. We lift up our brother Rick, hallelujah. You made his heart, God. You made his heart. I thank you, oh God, that the test that he has, thank you for technology. Thank you for the expertise that you've given to doctors. But you are the great physician. There is a bomb in Gilead. Your word tells us that healing is the children's bread. So we thank you, God. We thank you that by faith, we stand in agreement with our sister Susie. And we thank you that all is well. We lift up Brother Isaac Wilson who has a collapsed lung, who was diagnosed with a collapsed lung. Ah, yes, boy. Hallelujah. God, I thank you that you breathe the breath of life into his lungs. Abba, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That his lungs, uh, they operate the way that they are supposed to. Ah, because you breathe breath into his life. Thank you, God, for the change. Thank you for the testimony that he'll be able to give to those that are praying for him that at around 6.13 on Wednesday morning, February the 23rd, something happened. I don't know what it was. The doctors can't explain it, but I thank you that I can breathe on my own. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We pray for the Wallace family that is grieving the loss of their loved ones. Father, we thank you that your word tells us that we can cast all of our cares on you because you care for us, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. You care for us so much that sometimes, hallelujah, you give an answer even before we pray. So God, we thank you, hallelujah, for the, hallelujah, for consoling the family, Holy Spirit, our comforter. Thank you, Jesus. We magnify you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify you, God. There's nothing that you can't do. Thank you for those that will be fasting this morning. I even pray for those that are on the fence. They want to, but they're afraid. They want to, but they have plans for lunch. They want to, but they've decided already what they're going to eat for lunch or what they're going to eat for breakfast. But I hear the word of the Lord saying, is this not the fast that I've called? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for radical obedience today. Thank you because the food can be placed in the refrigerator and it can be warmed up later. Thank you that the food can be eaten tomorrow because we all have access to refrigerators. It's not going to hurt us. It's not going to kill us to push past our plates 
for one day, just one day, hallelujah, and fast before the Lord, bringing all of our concerns to you so that we can make connection with you, so that we can begin to hear your voice, so that we can follow the instructions that you give us so that we'll hear you and we'll know that it's you. For your word tells us that the hallelujah, my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not answer. God, I thank you that we're able to make the distinction between you, ourselves, and the enemy. I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that we hear you. And just like Samuel did, when you called him as a young child, he said, yes, sir, here I am. What would you have me to do? Thank you, God, that we throw up our hands this morning saying, yes, sir, what would you have us to do? How can I be your hands and feet in the earth today? How can I be your smile? Who should I smile at today, God? Who should I text and say good morning? I was just thinking about you. You are on my mind. Who can I, I am this morning and say you are on my heart? I just want you to know I love you. I just want you to know that God loves you. Thank you, oh God. We magnify you. And as we begin to take our phones off mute, we lift up your name and we give you the praise. This hallelujah. Thank you. 
um, social activity. Uh, my time will be, um, I'll drink water, I might drink some juice, but uh, or some tea, but um, I'm, I'm not going to be eating any food at all until Friday. Um, and um, I usually don't, this is very private for me, but the Lord told me to share this. Um, my, my fasts are very, they're private to me because I don't want to be seen as somebody who's um, whatever people might think. Um, and um, fasting is not my favorite thing to do, but I'm absolutely being obedient to God. And so if you'd like to join me, uh, you are more than welcome to do so. Um, I will be praying with the ladies tonight um, at five. Um, I will not be ending, but I'll be on that call uh, this evening. And um, I'm going to pray about whether or not I will have an ending. Uh, I'll let you know whether I'll have an ending call each day at five. Not an ending call, but just like a touch basis call um, each day. I'll, I'll, I'll let somebody know and we'll make an announcement about that. Dion, the call is in your hands. Well, you were all in my study time. Praise Jesus. You all in people business. And today's share will confirm exactly what Tanya just said. And so I'm excited. Um, to God be the glory for the things that he consistently does. I thank him for his presence. I thank him for his mercy and his grace towards us this morning. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. And happy Wednesday to each of you. Um, I'm excited. This is absolutely a fast that is called uh, by, yeah, I am um, beyond excited. Ten-year prayer was not only poignant um, and relevant, but it was literally um, completely in the, the place and the space of my study and the teaching for today. Um, I, I want everyone to uh, get into a place of expectation as it is clearly stated today is Wednesday. It's wait while you wait Wednesday today. Um, I would implore you to do something that perhaps you've never done. Um, to say whatever it is that God gives you, even if you don't understand. Um, to be kind intentionally and directionally toward um, finding yourself aligning with the perfect will of God, not the permissive will, um, not what he allows, but very intentional about what God is speaking to you in this hour. Um, I'm, I'm now sitting at the edge of my seat in anticipation of this teaching because it is absolutely instructional. It is sequential um, and it will empower you uh, to do kingdom better. One of the things that I appreciate about uh, Declare Victory and how God instructs us all very differently on how to share uh, Letitia on Monday, yesterday, um, Minister Geraldine, and now today, here we are at Wednesday in another phase of radical obedience. I have an idea of what would be shared um, but I thank God for having an ear to hear this morning. I'm very grateful. And it is beyond refreshing and affirming when um, even the prayer is directed and led by the Holy Spirit so that we can um, not just commune with God, but it is God's perfect will that we prosper, even as our soul prosper and be in good health. So I, I believe that 
health and wellness on every level uh, stems from relationship with the Father. So this morning, um, I'm not going to delay the time as I have a, a really full calendar today, but I've got to get this teaching out because I believe that it is going um, to catapult you in quantum leaps. If you hear the word of the Lord and you hearken unto his voice, this is not going to be my opinion, uh, an extremely familiar passage of scripture, but what Holy Spirit did was he began to highlight um, general instructions in this teaching so that we can apply them to our lives. And then here on the heels of that, Tanya then prayed what I've been studying throughout the night and early this morning, and then declared what the Lord shared with me, and the word is going to confirm it. Uh, I'm, I'm saying all of this because I want you to see how when you are um, in anticipation or expectation that God would lead and guide your path, he always sends someone to confirm that which he's already told you. Um, and and we're going to go directly into the word this morning. And again, today's fast uh, for, for those that will not be joining us for three days. And I know that's a lot. Um, I'm absolutely going three days. I said it last week, but it was declared uh, via the word of God this morning. And so my fast begins as well today. Um, nothing but liquid. Um, if you've never done a three-day fast before, um, you can always do things, especially a three-day fast, without solid food. Um, it is uncomfortable. You will begin to feel the angst of obeying God. Um, it, it will reveal where you are. And again, this teaching will confirm that. It will open up places that you may not have paid attention to. Um, and, and again, once I get into the teaching, it'll all make sense. I promise. I love it when he puts a plan together. He's so icy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to be coming out of Genesis, the 22nd chapter, Genesis 22. Um, it is after um, Abram's name has been changed to Abraham. It is after uh, he has been told by the father to leave his country and his kindred. It is after um, he has been in situations that were touchy and testy. He didn't lie. All kinds of stuff has transpired prior to this. And uh, it is after uh the angel of the Lord had come to Sarai at that moment. That was her name before her name was changed um, and was told by the angel of the Lord that she would conceive a son and she chuckled. Uh, it is after Isaac is born, but the child of promise. It is after Ishmael had been uh, established out of the disobedience of both Sarah and Abraham. Uh, it is after and so that text reads, after these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering 
on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering, and he arose, and he went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go up over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So they both of them went together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father. And he said, here I am, son. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them together. And when they came to the place of which God had told them, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. And then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But again, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, don't lay a hand on your boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. Behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horn. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. And so Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy and precious word. Uh, my uh, my share this morning um, is, is called uh, Obedience After These Things, After These Things. Um, as as I am growing and becoming and processing and um, learning even the more how to hear uh, the voice of the Lord with clarity and accuracy, um, it, it makes you revisit history. It makes you revisit life and situations and circumstances. It, it makes you visit uh, times and moments and seasons concerning your bloodline and uh, the, the history of your family. 
Um, one of the things I love about the word is it brings a different type of clarity when you move out of religiosity and into uh, kingdom vernacular, kingdom understanding and interpretation as you uh, study and meditate on the word of God. Here it is that Abram uh, has been converted. His uh, name has been changed. He has come into the knowledge of sonship and truly understanding his positioning and not in title, but in posture. Uh, one of the things that you'll read concerning Abraham uh, after he received instructions, it says, and Abraham got up early in the morning, which means that he had reckoned with himself throughout the night. He had considered the history that he and God had established through relationship and through spending time together. Uh, when you get to a place where you're at a moment of after these things, as I look at my life and the last five years of my life, uh, the benchmark and or the milestone that even as declare victory as an entity eight years later, uh, some of the things that God has allowed to transpire through some of my most painful times in life, while I'm sure I've had several painful moments. Um, this season is different because I had company. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that uh, accompanies us and is companion to us during hard times when we are in relationship with God, when moments of after these things come and then follow the test, you are aware and awakened your Spirituality has been heightened to a place that your ear is sensitive to the voice of God because the place that you had been in previously was so painful that without him, perhaps you might not have survived. I don't know about you, but that's my testimony. Some of the experiences that I had had, imagine Abraham having to leave everything that was familiar having to disassociate, uh, for a lack of better words, from what was his support system and having to glean from the hand of the Father and that only, having to uh, become acquainted, and this is prior to Jesus, having to become acquainted with God in all aspects, on all levels, for all things, in all needs, under all circumstances, he needed the affirmation of the Father. He needed the confirmation of the Father in an effort to move around. Have you ever been in a situation where all you can do is say, God, if you don't go, I can't. If you're not with me, I'm absolutely uh, in desperate trouble. After these Things after cancer, after addiction, after uh, diagnoses, after uh, loss of job, after loss of loved one, after broken relationships, after grieving the loss of someone that we love, after these things, Abraham is in an after these things moment. And the word then says, uh, after these things, God tested him. 
Uh, I, I need you if you know that you've been in a system or a cycle of being processed. Because the goal is that after the refiner refines us, after going through the fire, his only desire is that when he sees you, he sees a reflection of his heart. He sees a reflection of his truth. To power. He sees a reflection of the pattern of Christ for which we have been uh, given the opportunity to model. Should we hear God's voice and obey Him after these things? And that that first verse uh, says, after He calls Abraham and He said to him, "Here I." Am. And if you notice in this passage of scripture, he said, here I am three times. My question to you as I continue to share this morning is, where are you? I, I can but imagine that as Abraham tossed and turned the night after hearing God's voice, which meant that he was in constant communication with God, and, uh, he, he was able to say, here I am. You told me to do something real strange, God. (laughs) You told me to do something that makes absolutely no sense. I can't tell nobody this. (laughs) I I can't share with anybody that you told me that after all that I've gone through, you told me to leave my family. I did that. You told me that I was going to have a son. You told me, uh, God, all these different things, and and none of it makes any sense, Lord. I've been through uh, high, uh, and I've been through hell and high tide. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm I'm not at the place of promise, I, but I know your voice. So I, I heard your instructions. Here I am. Here I am with all of my insecurities. I'm terrified. You told me to kill the baby that you promised me. What is it uh, that God is calling you to kill? I I would uh, take a chance and say that uh, he wants to kill uh, what wants you. He wants to kill what you want. He wants to kill the thing that you try to protect and to nurture. But here it is that Abraham is still saying, here I am. I mean, I'm I'm terrified of what you told me to do, but I, I know I heard you. I know you told me to do X, Y, and Z. Anybody on the line this morning that can relate to God giving you instructions, if you're in relationship with God, I need you to understand that when he gives you foreign instructions, you're right on target. When what he says makes absolutely no sense, you are right where he needs you to be. When he gives you instructions that contradict what your understanding would grasp as reality, that uh, defies what culture is operating in, it looks different than what you're familiar with, I need you to know that you are exactly where God needs you to be. Your GPS is not off. You are operating in accuracy if you're in relationship with Father, if you are seated in the place of sonship and you recognize that there's friendship and kinship in relationship with him. I, I again, begin to reckon that he wants 
what wants you. He wants what needs you. He wants what you are covering up, what you have compartmentalized, what you have considered sacred or deemed special. He wants what you want. He wants everything that would keep you from giving all of your affections solely to him. He wants that relationship that you cover and that you hide up. He wants that addiction that you're operating in, uh, that you nurture like it's a child. He wants that co-dependent relationship, the thing that you feel like you can't move or breathe or operate without. He wants uh, the idea that you have of what your life is supposed to look like. He wants your agendas and your objectives. He wants what wants you. He leaves, and and as he listens to the voice of the Father uh, that gives him those instructions, take your son, your only son, where are you, uh, and take it and sacrifice, go to the land of Moriah. Now get this, uh, the land of Moriah in the Greek says the absurd things or the foolish things, but in the Hebrew, it's called the place of teaching. I want you to go uh, to this classroom over here. I, I need you to go and uh, sit and sup with me. And as you do so, uh, I, I want you to give up some things. Uh, Abraham again said, here, here I am, here, here I am, here I am. I got all these issues, all these things running through my mind. I'm thinking to myself, I got to be crazy uh, to take my child that it took me till I was a million years old to conceive. And you didn't told me to kill it. God, I've been nurturing this habit for 25 years. I've been smoking these cigarettes. I've been drinking this alcohol for all these years, and you want me to kill it? You want me to dismantle the thing that has uh, kept me safe, the thing that has been my company? You want me to kill that too? You, you want me to take my sexuality and my sensuality and put it on the altar and burn it up? God, but I, I, I love what I've been doing. I appreciate my promiscuity. I appreciate the adulterous relationships that I've had. God, they kept me company. Where are you? Where, where are you? So the Bible says that Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, and he took two of his young men. There's uh, something that Tanya did this morning, again, that confirms what God spoke directly to my heart. Sometimes you got to tell people uh, where you are. Abraham told the father, here I am. I messed up, too. I don't I don't want you uh to want me to kill what wants me. I I don't want you uh to want me to dismantle and disarm the systems that I've built to keep myself safe. I'm not interested in you taking my comfortable place away from me. God, I I'm here, but uh I'd prefer to be there. But he he then told his young men, hey, his servants, come on. Come, come go with your boy. Uh, and then he took the thing that God had called him to sacrifice with him, right? 
And, and so he, here it is. He has the wood and uh, he has the fire. And, and so Abraham, uh, while he obeyed God immediately, there was a Selah moment. There was a pause in his process. It says that in three days, on the third day, that means Abraham had sense enough to know that he needed to sit in a place for a moment. He needed to spend some time in worship. He needed to take his time and make it because this, see, this move couldn't be reversed. Some stuff, you got to ease up on that thing. You got to take an opportunity to pay attention to what's going on around you. You got to tell the Father, uh, and it's sacrificial. It's one of those things that I don't want to do none of this. I'm not interested in going up here and kill nothing. I really would rather lay under this heating blanket. I prefer to go to my favorite restaurant and have some great food and a glass of wine, but God, you are calling me to change positions, to change locations. I'm in a testing period. This is a beta launch. God, you're you're pulling me into a place of discomfort that I've never been in before. You're taking me to heights and locations that I'm not mentally prepared for, so I've got to take a few days because I need to make sure this is you because if I go home and I didn't kill this boy that this lady didn't wait for for all these years, child, she going to kill me. God wants what wants you. He wants what you want. It's sacrificial. Everything about this process was not only sacrificial, but uh, when you are learning how to die to your will, to your desires, to your thought process, to your understanding, it requires uh, some set-apart time. It requires some time in God's presence. It requires uh, you saying, okay, I got to turn social media off, and perhaps I'll put my phone on focus for this three days because it's a fast that God called. Abraham had sent enough to know that he needed guidance and direction. He knew that if he cut out what he had been putting into uh, his body, he understood that if he needed, it didn't say he packed the lunch. It didn't say uh, that God said, go on a fast, some stuff. Uh, you just know in your spirit, when you're in communion with God on a consistent base, he begins to speak to you in the midnight hour and tell you that this is a fast that I call. This is sacrificial, all, everything about this scenario, everything about this place of testing, everything about Mount Moriah uh, was dedicated to uh, killing some things. And so here, Abraham does uh, what is necessary to make sure that he has clarity, to make sure that his ears are sharp. And it says here, on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes. That meant, in other words, he had been in a bowed down place. Ah, glory to Jesus. He had been in a place of separation, and he had shut all the way down. And then Abraham said to his young men, check this out, you stay right here with the donkeys, and I and the boy are going up over there and here to worship, right? And then I'll come again to you. Me and the boy are going to go up here. I'm a killing. That's my worship. I'm going to sacrifice. Ah, glory to Jesus. That's my worship. I'm going to tell the Lord, here I am. This this is where I am with all of the things that are, are wanting me, all of the things that I want. God, I want this boy. He's uh, the promise. I, I, I want 
want this boy. He carries my legacy in his loins. I want this boy. Everything about him reeks and screams of your provision. Everything about him declares that you are the sovereign God. Uh, God, I want him. I, I appreciate that you gave him to me in my old age. But if you say you want him, God, I spent some time with you. I spent some time in your promise and you ain't changed what you said yet. So I guess all I can do is leave these witnesses that see that I'm on my way to do what it is that God said. And Abraham took the wood and he laid it on Isaac's shoulders. And keep in mind that Isaac wasn't a little kid. Isaac was a grown man. Isaac was a big boy. He uh, was up in age. And he, he took his hand and, uh, he, I mean, he took the fire and he took the knife. And so they both went up together. Now, here's the place that uh, when when you are real with where you are, everybody around got questions. Well, <laughs> um, I know you chasing after God. He got, he got the witnesses down here that watched him go up the hill with Isaac. And in his mind, he's anticipating coming back empty-handed. He, he's expecting that uh, not necessarily anything is going uh, to happen other than he's going to have a lot of explaining to do. He had witnesses with him. And Isaac said to his father, my father, and he said, here I am, child, I'm scared half to death. I don't know what's going to happen when I go up this hill. I don't know who I'm going to be by the time I get back. Something is about to happen that's going to revolutionize my life. But uh, I, I'm not afraid because I, I know that God got me. But I, I'm scared, on the other hand, because I don't know what that looks like. Does God having me mean that something that I've held on to for all these years, uh, I'm going to have to not only give up, but I got to come back with nothing, God? Is there going to be something new in exchange for this sacrifice that I'm giving you, this son that I waited almost 100 years to even lay eyes on? But Abraham had sense enough to know from a place of transparency after spending time with the father, after then lifting up his eyes, he recognized, here I am. I'm broken. I'm, I'm scared. I'm uncomfortable. I'm frustrated. This is going to be painful, but I got to do what I got to do because he wants what wants me. He wants what I want. Here I am. Obedience will drive you to a place where you got to be crazy uh, in your mind. That's that child you couldn't possibly have heard kill your son. You couldn't possibly have heard Dion fast for 21 days. You couldn't possibly have heard. Listen, I, I know you got an invitation to the party, but uh, Holy Spirit is saying, have a seat, ma'am. Ha have a seat. You you can't go. You can look at the pictures on Facebook, but you can't participate. I know uh, I shouldn't be feeling like I'm feeling, but here, man, here I am. I don't, I don't got no answer, son. I, I don't know what's happening. I, I I don't I don't know what's happening, mom. Why why are we going through this, son? Listen, I I'm not I'm not really sure. I don't I don't have. Any answers sitting on the J ward, uh, looking at my son out of his mind. God, uh, what is this? Here I am. I'm, I'm helpless. I, I can't change nothing about what I'm looking at, but I know that you love me. I, I know that you wouldn't bring me here for nothing. God, here I am at the rehabilitation facility trying to figure out why I'm visiting. Uh, God, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fasting and I'm, I'm praying. I'm do 
doing this and doing that for others. Yeah, I don't care about none of that. Where are you here? I am, God, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I, I have so many ideas that uh, I believe should be manifesting at this point, but you're not letting nothing happen. I, I see what you said. I, I hear what you said, but I see something else. He wants what wants you. Here I am. Here. Here I am. Here. Here I am. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb? The, the sacrifice is asking, where's the sacrifice? See, some, some things about obedience. Uh, I look at uh, my baby every time we visit the hospital for chemotherapy. I don't talk about it much anymore. We've been here a long time. And I look at him as the sacrifice that uh, began to rent and to stretch my heart, the sacrifice that uh, began to put me in places of prayer and meditation that I had never been in uh, because he wanted what wanted me. He wanted what I wanted, and he pulled me in places of sacrifice through places of pain. He pulled me into a different level of sanctification and obedience through uh tremendous pain through the thing that I want, that wants me, my children, the only thing. The thing that has kept me going, the thing that on the days that I wanted to give up and just say, honey, plain and simple, the hell with it. I could just go back to what I used to do. God, it wasn't painful there. He looked at his son and said, dude, here I am. Here I am, here here I am, and uh, the kids, man, wonder when things are going to change, mom, mom, when when will things be different? Listen, I don't I don't have any answers, but I I can only do it this way because obedience says that it's sacrificial. Uh, obedience says that it's if you suffer with me, hallelujah, you'll reign with me. Obedience says that if you, you suffer for a little while, say, God will elevate you. Promotion comes from God, and it comes from getting down low, keeping in mind that Abraham, after three days, then lifted up his eyes. Sometimes uh, the best revelations, the greatest understanding comes from a place of brokenness, and all you can say is, man, God, here I am. Here I am. Abraham had sense enough to know uh, that while he didn't see a lamb, while the sacrifice didn't see the sacrifice, something had to happen. And unfortunately, it meant that if the sacrifice was him, so be it. That's what it was going to have to be. Abraham was dead set hell-bent on obeying God to the letter, not kind of obeying God because uh, the, the, the little uh, foxes, the little foxes spoil the vine. Now, would you look at that, man? That's just as interesting. Um, you, you go through a process where you understand it's, it's even the small things, the small things, uh, so those little bitty things that you think don't matter. Uh, those things matter too. Uh, those things are important too. Sometimes when he asks 
you where you are. Uh, those those things that you think are hidden that aren't really a big deal. He wants what wants you. He wants what you want. And so there it was that Abraham said, listen, God will provide for himself. In other words, he doesn't need me to be provisioned. He doesn't need me to supply needs. Everything that we need, he is. Everything that he is, is I am. I am in a place of being postured to receive that which God has already predestined for my life, which means that even in the place of discomfort, even in the moments of frustration, even in those moments of terror, those moments of angst, those moments of sacrifice, he already knows what he has planned, and he's already made provision. It takes some of the sting out of the process. I say all the time, if I had known that my son would be in that room laying down uh, preparing to go to his next college course when he was 13 years old. Some of the days that I slid down the wall, some of the moments that I called Tanya or Sabrina or Dee Dee hollering and screaming, some of the days where I said I need y'all to come over uh, just so I could fall into their arms. The pressure of life didn't tell me that there was already uh, a sacrifice prepared. It didn't speak to me because I was so focused on what I saw that I couldn't hear past what I understood, what I expected. Abraham was over it. Abraham had already figured out that uh, God already had something in store. I need to ask you, where are you? You you got to be to a place where you say, here I am. I, I know I don't understand everything that's transpiring. I know I don't get what's next. I know that this moment of discomfort has got to be temporary because you promised me some things, God. See, he promised Abraham some things. And even when he tells you to kill this thing, it does not change. It does not change that there already a word that's hovering in heaven that he's already made promises that he cannot break because he cannot lie. Abraham found something down on the inside of him that three days had prepared him for this moment, this moment where he had to raise the knife and light the fire, this moment where he was ready to put it all on the line because obedience was calling him higher. He was ready to take everything that he knew and understood that he wanted what wanted him. He he had made up in his mind, God, whatever it takes, I'll do. He had decided already that the promise was greater than the problem. Uh, sometimes you've got to rejoice when you see a problem and it does not line up with what God has already said. you got to declare to heaven and to hell, all my sons will be saved and testify to the goodness of the Lord. I know he might be in prison right now. I know he might even be addicted. Uh, he might have a prognosis or a diagnosis, uh, but I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help come from the Lord. His promises are yes and amen. Abraham has gotten enough strength in those three days, those three days of sacrifice. He had some witnesses, the young lads that had gone with him got to see him ride like Four flats. He he made a decision. 
decision that what wanted him couldn't have him. Uh, God, I want to esteem my child above you. I want to esteem my marriage above you. I want to esteem my job above you. But God, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. If I got to kill it, I got to kill it. That addiction uh, that you put above obeying the voice of God in hard times, he wants to kill it. Uh, some things he'll burn up by fire. And here Abraham is at a moment of decision uh, where he can either go back down the hill or he can use the sacrifice of the three days and the worship that was necessary to get the courage up to even raise a knife at the child that came from your loins. He was not temporarily insane. He was in sound mind and in direct connection with the father. I would put it like this. Abraham was tapped in. Abraham was ready for whatever. Abraham might have had little Richmond in him. Whatever it takes, God, I'm willing to do that. Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife and uh, to slaughter his son, but Ah, God, but God, I thank God for the but God moments. I thank God for the moments where uh, I felt like I was about to lose my mind, sacrificing this and killing that, uh, getting over unforgiveness and frustrated moments, uh, taking the time to address my broken pieces, my insecurities, my mental and temporary insanity moments, the moments where I slid back. I didn't just backslide. I took one foot and put it in front of the other and said, I'm going this way. God, this is too hard. Abraham could have been a punk, and I said just what I said. Abraham could have changed his mind midstream, but Abraham knew that there was a promise. Abraham knew that there were generations that were coming in on his coattail. Abraham recognized that this was his hour, that this season of testing, uh, this is only a test. I need you to understand that some of the things that you'll face in this season are just preparing you for the promise. Don't be afraid to obey God radically. The way that uh, makes people question, who do you think you are, honey? I don't think I'm nothing. I'm already spoken. Every single word about me that's written in the heavens is manifested on the earth. I just realized it. I just recognized. I don't care what you say. It doesn't matter that you don't understand my process. I got a work to do. Is anybody here that can say, here I am, God, with all of the things that I struggle with. I want what you want. I no longer want what wants me. I no longer want what I want. I want to be in the perfect will of the Father in an effort to stand in full operation of the promise. Abraham said, uh, here I am. <laughs> here I am. I, I trust you. Uh, my hand is raised and uh, whatever it is that I got to kill, what, whatever it is that I got to burn up, it's good, God. I don't like it. It, it doesn't feel good. My flesh is pissed off. You hear me? My flesh is like, no, no, no. Do whatever you like. 
No, no, no. Help yourself, honey. Uh, pull a chair up to the table and eat all you want. But let me tell you what it'll cost you. It'll cost you some clarity. It'll cost you being able to hear that uh, right in the middle and the nick of time answer that comes from the heavens when you're disconnected from the heavens and you're looking at life through the world's lenses. You get lost in the mix. You get lost in the sauce. I don't have time to be lost in this season. It is mandatory that I recognize the voice of the Lord right up and through here. Uh, I got some stuff going on that if I move to the left or if I move to the right, I'm going to play myself. And there's a promise that's hinging. There are witnesses that are expecting me to pass the place of Mariah, that testing place that asks me questions. It interrogates my faith. It interrogates my mindset, my mentality. It interrogates what I testify to on a regular basis. And it's not an easy thing to do. Some of it doesn't have anything to do with me. They my mama's demons, but I guarantee you, honey, I'm a demon slayer. I came to kill some stuff. I came to kill some stuff so my children don't have to kill it. I came to acknowledge the things that my great-great-grandmother didn't want to look at. I came to come after uh, a hatred. I came to come after bitterness. I came to come after poverty. I came to come after the things that have held my generations uh, before me down. And now my great-great-grandchildren won't have to be bothered with poverty. My great-great-grandchildren won't have to be bothered with anger and bitterness. My great-great-grandchildren won't have to be bothered with uh, homosexuality and promiscuity and adultery and addiction. I thank God that I got a knife in hand and whatever needs to die must die. The angel saved the day according to what was already written. Don't lay a hand on your boy or do anything to him. For now, hallelujah, I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld. Listen, I want you to do an inventory. I want you to take a check. Now, we talked about this fast. You do whatever you want to, uh, but there are some things. Yesterday, we stepped into a moment of history that will never, ever repeat itself Two, twenty-two, twenty, twenty-two. That number uh, was an open heaven. I declare, my dokor amant. I declare this morning there is an open window right now. There's an open portal over your homes. Uh, there's an open uh, segment of time that is giving you an opportunity to kill some things. It's a place of testing. I, I know you've been struggling with the same stuff for years. You got action right now today because something is being written in the heaven. The angel of the Lord is waiting uh, for you to sacrifice that thing that you've been holding on to, whatever it is. Is. Nobody cares. It's not even anybody's business. But let me tell you what I know. That when God gets ready to deliver a people, he sends a word. So he has a desire for you to walk into some things of promise that you've not been willing to sacrifice for. He has a desire to get into your hands those things that you know he showed you in the midnight hour, those things that even in your disobedience, he gave you access to some scroll information. He showed you some things in your bloodline that will inhabit uh, your life if you let them. He showed you some things that have been keeping you 
back. You know that thing that you can see right now in your mind's eye as I speak, that thing that's manifesting that you can uh, uh, put a word to and say, yep, I, I've been fighting that demon for a long time. My mama fought that demon. My grandma fought that demon. I heard that my great-grandmother was a little bitter, too. I heard that my daddy abandoned his kids. He wants that thing, that thing that wants you, that thing that wants to keep you from walking into promise and purpose on purpose. And as I, I close this morning, um, it, it says here that uh, Abraham, once again, uh, lifted up his eyes. He had put his head down. What what he was facing, it was it was hard. I, I believe there probably was a little bit of shame and grief connected to it and associated with it. Man, I, I, he started uh, trying to disconnect from his kid because he was faced with a decision of having to kill something that he loved, something that wanted him. And then as the angel of the Lord spoke, listen, He's not trying to kill you. He's trying to kill the you that you created to survive. He wants everything that would keep you from trusting him with everything you are. See, when, when you're in a place of testing every insecurity possible, <laughs> Stuff you didn't even know you were still struggling with comes up. I know Abraham had arguments in his mind. Go ahead and have the arguments. But at the end of the day, kill it. Uh, I pray that something I said empowered you to move one step close, closer to purpose and to promise. I pray that something that I said yielded a spirit of conviction that's different. Not trying to make you feel guilty or bad, but where are you? Can you say, God, here I am, and here's all my stuff, all my brokenness. Here's all my negativity. Here's all my stinking thinking. Here are all these habits that I've been holding on to to try to protect myself. He is your defender. He's never, ever going to put you in a place to make a fool out of him. Right? And, and the angel of the Lord called out to him a second time. Right? From heaven and said, by myself I have sworn, declares the Lord. Because you have done this and not withheld your son, your thing, your secret, your habit, your, your only son, the one you love, you know, the thing you love, I will surely bless you. I, I will surely bless you. I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your offspring shall, listen, all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have done what? Obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men. He had witnesses, y'all. And they arose and went together to Beersheba. 
and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Oh, I pray again that that the word of the Lord is blessed and that somebody, <laughs> somebody heard the heart of the Father. I know I went way over time. I don't care. <laughs> I hope it helped. Uh, amen. God be praised. God be praised. Um, right before we go into um, our greeting and our hellos, uh, Tanya, go ahead. So, so good morning, everybody. Really quickly, um, just in obedience, we're talking about radical obedience um, to God. I am willing to um, pray with uh, at, at 12 noon. I'll be back on the call just for a quick prayer and quick instruct today. Quick prayer and instructions about fasting because I realize there this is foreign for some of you because some ministries don't. Um, participate and engage in extended fasting. Um, back in the day, we called it consecration. So at 12 noon, um, I'm willing to meet 12 noon Pacific Daylight Time. I, I will make myself available and I will pray regardless to whether there's one person on the call, 10 or 15, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll do that. Um, but we do have the prayer this evening at five, but for those of us who are going to extend our fast, we'll just continue. Um, Thursday, I will let you know, I will let you know about Thursday, 12 noon, but Thursday evening, I absolutely at five o'clock, um, just as a way of encouraging you, um, and giving a little bit more instruction. I will also do that and I will do the same thing on Friday, but I'll give the time on Friday as to what time we'll touch bases. So those who are on the call with me this afternoon, you'll get the intelligence and I'll try to get an announcement to Moni or, or, um, Rochelle so that, if you miss the the afternoon call, you'll know what we're doing. Because the Bible gives us, um, in all thy getting, we should give us the intelligence. and in all thy getting, we should get understanding. This is not a ploy or a plot. I had no idea what Dion uh, was teaching today. I got a reminder this morning. It's your time to pray. <laughs> um, so this is not me and her. Have, we haven't even talked since, I think, Sunday, maybe. Um, so this is not she and I. We have no, there's no, there's no benefit to us whether you fast or not. This is, this is about you and your relationship and radical obedience. Last thing, if you are on medication and your medication requires that you eat, we are not advising that you don't take your medication, do what you need to do to take your medication. That, we're not advising that you do that. Um, but I can give more intelligence about that um, when we talk uh, at 12 uh, tomorrow. I mean, 12 today. Thank you, Dion. And really quick, I never do this. Um, this is one of those moments where, um, and, and I, I, I probably, in the history of this call, um, I don't think I've ever done this. This is where you drop a seed. Um, this is where you sow. Um, and if it's whatever multiplies itself by, by itself and read something different, just not $1, but this is, this is where you drop a seed. Um, if in fact you are fasting, um, there is always a moment of sacrifice. And, um, I don't, again, I don't really talk about giving because you, you give out of the, the kindness and the goodness and the, um, obedience. If you feel compelled to give, my my suggestion is that this is where you put a seed at. Um, this was this was not just for you guys. This was for me, right? There's a there's a place that God is trying to crest me to, and I'm I'm completely clear 
um, but I need to be clearer. How about that? Abraham just wanted to be clearer, which is why there was a three-day pause. And that three-day pause, I'm sure he wasn't interested in eating. Somebody needs to mute their phone. He wasn't interested in the snack. He was interested in not missing God. He, this, this was a, a detrimental place. Somebody needs to mute their phone. Your phone's you're really loud in the background. Amen. Um, that being said, um, you can give if you want to. You cannot. But this is radical obedience. And what I've learned is that sometimes you have to give your way out. I'm at a place where, listen, I don't have no time to lose. I don't have no games to play. I'm trying to get to where God sent me because there are people that watch our lives, y'all. There are people that you are the only Bible that some will read until they get to a place of relationship and understand what sonship and friendship with the Father actually is. Um, so that being said, there may have been somebody that joined the call a little bit late. Um, you may want to say good morning, and we're here to greet you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, supporter. Hey, good morning, great morning. I heard Moxie. I heard two other people. Who was that? Danielle. Hey, Danielle, good morning. Hey, Carla, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Kenya, good morning. Good morning. Morning, Prosperous prosperous Pam here. Wonderful work today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hey, Pastor, good morning. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Hey, Sue, good morning. Good morning, it's Angela. Thank you, Dia. Hey, good morning. I heard Angela, and who else? Persistent. Hey, Persistent, good morning. Good morning, morning. I really needed that. Thank you. Good morning, Mother Naomi. Good morning. This is Juanita. Here I am. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning. It's Toyer. Here I am. Hey, Toyer. Glad you're here. Good morning. It's Diane. Hey, Lady D. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moni. That was good stuff, Beyond. Hey, man. In the middle. Good morning. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. You are always fire. Love you. God bless everyone. Amen. God be praised. Good morning. This is Shirley. Hey, good morning, Miss Shirley. Is this your first time speaking? This is my third time. Amen. Glad to hear your sound this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Good morning, Sanaya. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Morning, Dan. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Morning, Dan, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl, good morning. Good morning, sis. Chris, I am here. <laughs> here I am. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Hey, good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, this is PR. Hey, PR, good morning. 
Anybody else? Can you just start singing, here I am, arms are stretched, empty cup, fill it up. I love you, Pastor Dion. <laughs> Amen. Blessings. Uh-huh. Blessings, like bug. You, you was going to get a text message that you got till Friday, so long as you're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, D. Hey, sis. Good morning. Brianna. Anybody good morning. Hi, this is Alicia. Hey, this Alicia. Good morning. Good morning. This is Georgia. Hey, Georgia. Georgia. Amen. Anybody else? Darth Vader, I hear, yes? All right. Uh, any questions, comments, commentary? Don't everybody speak at once. I know I said a lot. I'm, I know it, it's probably uncomfortable. <laughs> I get it. Good morning. Hey, Lisa, good morning. Thank you for your decoration. And thank you so much for what I got for what you were saying is that uh, Lord, I, 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 here I am with this bitter heart in my here I am, you know, with this anger has got in my heart. Here I am with my misery and anxiety. Here I am, Lord. And Lord, uh-huh. I just want to be obedient to him. And I'm reading every day and I'm praying. And, Lord, I just want to be obedient to God. And I say, no, what are you doing here? He said, no, no, you need to be just where I got you. I know where you are. Here I am, Lord. He said, I'm going to, you keep reading, you keep going. And even Uh though you made it through the play, I was with you. I heard your cry. I hear you. I see you. Quit looking at the world. Quit looking at other people. You stay right where I know where you are. So I'm just so thankful that I'm pressing and pushing and I'm going to keep going. And I had to go back and read that scripture that I did miss. Um, I was Hagar. And I thank God that I did it without the paper. I, I prepared over night, day in my heart. But I missed one scripture and I said, you don't have to beat myself up. I don't have to be in slavery no more. I'm a, yeah. I'm a new preacher in Christ. I don't have to Come on. beat me up for my past. I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free, Lord. And y'all don't have to be a slave. I have every opportunity to be right where I'm at, Lord. But when you Come have on. me, Lord, to get Come closer on, to Lisa. you, God. Come on. I'm That's right good. there, Lord. That's I good. have the yeah. opportunity to anyone else. Quit looking at the, look at me, look at me, God yeah. said, look at me. Keep your eyes on me and not the world. Don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about Amen. what people think. Even in yeah. the house of the Lord, you look at me and you keep pushing the pressure. Uh-uh, don't say, you don't know why you're here. You know why you're here. Because I got you right where you need to be. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. I am yeah. free. I am free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 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 
the drum on for it, Lord. I'm moving it all the way to five o'clock. Yes, Even though I don't get on the clock, I'm making it, Lord. You are with me, Lord, and you see me yeah. and you hear me, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Lord. Thank Jesus. Jesus. You see me, Lord. I'm free, Lord. Yeah. I'm free, Lord. You can't yeah. use that on me, Mama. I will stop beating myself, but no, no, no. Yeah. You all got the right opportunity. You got any opportunity for anybody. <laughs> you need to stay right where you are. I'm going to use Come on, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> 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 just use you, honey. You you keep going. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. 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 You don't know anything. You get behind me, Satan. You got no way in my home no more. Hey, hey, you can't use that thing. You can't use my children against me. You can't make me feel little no more. I'm tired of crying. Yeah. God, thank you, Jesus. I'm tired of crying. Yeah. I'm a broken nigga who lost one my child when he was your child first. However it happened, it's done. <laughs> you need Lisa, to keep Lisa. going for Lisa. your grandchildren. But my grandson, his son yeah. is hurting right now. He didn't hear me. Come on, Jesus. You don't need to go get nobody. Hey, hey, I'm great. Hey, hey. I'm going to be obedient to you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if I can't fail. Hey, hey, I can look it up in the dictionary. Hey, hey. Listen. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, You've been providing for me, and I thank you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Oh, bless the Lord. Okay, now, okay, now, listen. Listen, this one of the moments, Lisa. Listen. Thank you, Jesus. Can you go ahead? Thank you, Lisa, Lisa, I need you to listen, yes, and I need everybody else to mute your line. Everybody, everybody else to mute your line. Thank you. Just Jesus. for a moment. Just yeah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Lisa. You literally freed yourself by your own testimony. You, you, you literally just gave yourself permission. Yes. To receive what God. Let me ask you: Do you have you do you have a heavenly language? Do you have you ever spoken in tongues before? Uh, yes, yeah, I I was in church. Uh, my pastor had uh, ordination service, and a lady came from Oklahoma. And no, I Lisa, listen, 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 Lisa, listen, okay. listen. Okay. A- answer the question: Yes or no? Yes. We, yes. Okay. okay. Yes. All right. Since that time, have you used that language? Since that time, no. no. So, so here, here, I just heard the Holy Spirit say it's time. Now you freed yourself because part of your walking out process, we we can pray in English, but there are only so many. Our vocabulary is limited. I don't care if you have a PhD. Our our vocabulary is limited. There are some pains. There are some things that we experience. We just we're at a loss of words. Not that we're ignorant at all. Not that we're ill. That has nothing to do with that. We're at a loss of words to communicate what we feel. And it is imperative in this time that we, have, we are equipped with a spiritual language 
it's speaking in tongues, spirit, so that we can communicate those things. The Holy Spirit speaks through us. He can com- we can communicate those things that we don't have English words for, or Spanish, whatever your language is, whatever your uh, you know, you, your your natural language is. We don't we don't have the we don't have the vocabulary for that. And so so right now, uh, if you're if you're willing, I, I'm willing to lead you, coach you into uh, renewing that language so that it becomes something that you use regularly when when you pray. Is that? And I'm not trying to put you on the spot at all. Um, it's no, it's no, up no. to you. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm willing. So, I'm willing. I'm willing. Okay. You, okay. All right. Now, secondly, if there is anybody else on the line and you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit at by speaking in tongues, um, I don't need you to take your phone off mute because I'm specifically talking to Lisa, but you can participate as well. All right. And so Lisa is really, really simple. We don't have to do a whole bunch of thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We just ask the Holy Spirit to refill, refill you. That's it. That's it. Okay. And, okay. And so, and, so, and so I'm, so, I'm going so to I'm, I'm gonna, Somebody I, I needs to mute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to pray first, and then, then, then I'll lead you into um, some words that you can say. Right now, here's what I want you to be aware of, and this is I'm talking to also anybody that's on the call that you you desire, you really want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm speaking to you too. So what happens is, is that the Holy Spirit is right there. Like we, we can feel him. We can, we can, and so what will happen is, is that he will speak through us, but we have to be willing to allow him to, um, to speak through us. So you might hear yourself, you might hear your, you might hear words forming in your ear, like your inner ear, um, but it sounds foreign to you because it's not in English. That's not you. That's the Holy Spirit. So what you need to do is give him permission to use your tongue. I'm not going to teach you how to speak in tongues. That's, that's false doctrine. That's not what we do here. But, but what ha- will happen is the Holy Spirit will make himself known. You'll hear it. And what you want to do is open your mouth to begin to speak what you hear. You may feel your mouth, your tongue may feel different. It may feel weird to you because it's trying to form words that you are not in control of. In other words, they're not words that, that your, your tongue feels different because the language is different. So how your tongue moves in your mouth may feel a little weird. Give, give, give the Holy Spirit permission to speak through. You may feel something in your belly. You might feel something in your heart or your chest area. Give vent, give permission to that, to the Holy Spirit, to use your tongue, okay? We don't speak in, this is voice activated. It's not what you hear, just what you hear in your mind. You hear it, but then you begin to speak. Does that make sense to you, Lisa? Yes, yes. All right. Now, don't, don't, don't make a decision how he's going to speak through you. That's not your job. You're just, here I am, open your mouth and you're going to speak. That's to anybody else that's on the call. You don't make it happen. You don't start saying, bye, 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 but don't, don't do that. Whatever you hear, now again, if it sounds weird, it's okay because you've not done it before or you haven't done it in a long time. So we're going we're gonna to pray now. So Father, in obedience to you, I thank you that your Holy Spirit 
is hovering over those that desire to speak in tongues, those that desire a heavenly language. I thank you that you are aware of every single thing that has blocked them in the past. And I thank you, Lord, just as Lisa just freed herself, that those individuals, other individuals that are on the line, that they begin to free themselves of ways that they think they should speak, whether they think they should speak, or things in their lives that have blocked them. So, Lisa, I want you to repeat after me. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I invite you. I invite you. To speak through me. To speak through me. And I thank you. And I thank you. For my heavenly language. For my heavenly language. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Now, Lisa, whatever you hear, I want you to begin to speak that. You don't have to make it up. It's right there. Hallelujah. 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 Don't be ashamed. It's good. 
everybody mm-hmm. don't have to understand. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, shit. Don't worry about what it sounds like. It's okay. And then once you know you got it, do me a favor and mute. There is, it's, it's like a release right now. Like literally there's an open, if you don't have a language and you want one, all you got to do is not think about it and allow the Holy Spirit to use your tongue. Once you start to speak, go ahead and mute your phone, but do not stop speaking. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blow, wind, blow. Hallelujah. 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 I know for some that may not be familiar, um, I did not know how necessary a language was until I was, number one, open and available to it but obedient enough to allow God to speak through me. It changes everything, I promise you. Anybody else? So it's Tanya um, again. So I want to share this with you. God is a God of order. And so while this may seem really, really different and even strange to some people, if we were in a church setting, you know, we would be giving order, right? And so uh, just because we're on the phone saying, okay, if you've spoken, because you can hear, it's not like you're possessed and you can't hear and you can't feel. You're just allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you. So we're able to, we are, we are able to put our phones on mute. We're, we are even able to stop, stop, stop the language from speaking, just like it's not the language from speaking, but the Holy Spirit. We are able to stop. We're able to bring the volume down, and we're able to hear instructions. So this is not weird, okay? Um, but we have to give instructions because um, it's our responsibility. Um, and with all that getting, as I said earlier, get and understand it. I still feel like there's somebody else. Um, please don't allow fear or in what you perceive as embarrassment or unfamiliarity to, um, to cause you to miss this moment. This doesn't happen often here. Uh, because we've been very careful with some people, but we're past the being careful period now. We live in a completely different time. So is there someone else? Um, you, you Either you spoke or you want to, you can feel it, but you just need a little bit more coaching. Is that If you're on the line, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We're here to help you. Amen. We won't press if something shifts um, in the call, and and I won't I won't say a whole bunch else. But what I what I will say is there are some things for real on the horizon that God really wants to get in your hand. <laughs> but there's a, a measure of obedience that's necessary right up and through here that. Um, is going to be the difference between you operating in the season or you missing it. All I can tell you is don't say I didn't tell you 
I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me. Completely up to you whether or not you give yourself permission to step into this next season. And it's really important. Amen. If there's no one else who feels the unction um, to be led into their language, um, I, I, I want to um, make sure that the people that know that they receive their language, go ahead and give a voice to that. I'm, I'm not talking about, wait, Lisa, wait, wait, Lisa. Wait, Lisa, we know you. We know that yours was refreshed. Is there anybody else who received their language for the first time or a refilling this morning? Anyone else? Yes. Yes. Who is that? I shall I Frida. Who is that? Yes. Frida. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I find that I see the There's there's somebody else that received their language this morning. Who else is that? Anybody else? Who is that? Who is that? Tion, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a refreshing. There is a refreshing. That's three for three. Anybody else receive their language this morning or get a refilling? Anybody else? Anybody else, anybody else that wants to share that they got refilled or filled for the first time with the baptism of there's a difference between the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Anybody else? Hallelujah. If you thought it was 
some type of a gag. This was not planned, but obedience yields results every time. When we obey God, there is always a manifestation and a confirmation that I didn't make up what we were doing. I, it was not. It, it wasn't wasn't me trying to be sharp and none of that. This this was all aligned by the power of the Holy Spirit and just obeying Him. Amen. Hey, Dee. Um, one more t- one one more yes. um, observation, mm-hmm. please. So, why are we asking um, if you did, you know, receive your language to say something? Um, to acknowledge it, because it is acknowledgement. Number two, you need to hear that you own that you had that experience so that the enemy can't come along and say, that that wasn't real, that didn't really happen. Because here's what's happening. Uh, both D and I, D, anybody who already has the Holy Spirit, he's igniting. When you start to speak, like I clearly can tell that Lisa has a Native American language. I don't know which one it is, but it's absolutely a Native American sound um sister frida um her sound uh, seems like it's haitian right and so we we can we can tell like that there's something there's a it, there's an igniting that happens right and so what we all we're doing is creating the platform that doesn't mean that you have to start speaking your language w- when you acknowledge it it's just it's just different that these ladies have been able to do that because the holy spirit is still working through them right it doesn't mean so don't feel that pressure you may have stopped speaking and now you're not speaking again but but you did have a language you don't have to prove anything to us it's just a matter of acknowledging yes it was me we just want to celebrate you so i just wanted to make that clear lavina share what you were saying good morning uh for frida as i was listening to her dialect um and the language that god has given as you speak even the more in your language god will like teleport your spirit man glory to god like into those different areas uh i heard chinese uh and japanese and so as you speak and go in to that realm it will it will be like you are there speaking to whoever it may be emperors it may be uh kings and queens that God will allow, that he will allow your spirit man to speak into them. So as you go in, even the more, you will hear, and God will shift your spirit man into that realm. I pray that that makes sense to you. Glory to God. Thank you, Dion. Amen. Amen. Anybody else get anything? Hey, it's Didi. I also heard Frida, um, Tanya, and it definitely is Haitian. Um, it's of a Haitian descent, so I just wanted to, like my spirit is, oh, shout out, I was saying so. Just, mm, hallelujah, just the reigniting of the, oh, my God, I'm literally on the floor. Um, and Didi, Lisa, Didi, yes, say yes, it. Use your language. Hold on. Hold on. Glory to your name, God. Oh, I must say, Namaste. Oh, I must say, Namaste. Oh, I must say, 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 
de eso. So. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll say my Thank you, God. Oh, I must say to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good Hallelujah. Morning. Good morning. This is Rita. Hey. I don't know what y'all doing on the line, but we are so equal to the We should be equal to the Lord. We should be rejoicing because we got this tongues. Every time a person goes in their heavenly language, you should feel it even if you don't understand it. I'm over here still. I can't even talk. But everybody ain't got their language. I appreciate you. Don't stop using because that's how God will communicate. Thank you for sharing. language rejoice. Yes. Because you know what they got to go through. (laughs) Y'all have a blessed one. Hallelujah. You too. We love you, sis. Hey, this is Lisa. Um, just wanted to share something. Thank you, Dion, for that um that word. It was so powerful. Um and I um this is a demonstration like you were saying, how when the spirit of God comes and he connects and it's really intentional, it's like a troubling of the water where you can get exactly what you need out of radical obedience. And that's exactly what Abraham did when he went to the mountain. God provided a ram out of seemingly nowhere, but God already knew that if Abraham would take the step of obedience and move forward, that what he expected from God, because over in Hebrews, it tells us that Abraham knew that God was able to raise the dead. So he was willing to offer up that sacrifice because he knew. He didn't know how he'd do it. He wasn't even concerned about it. He was just being obedient. So being in the midst of, why do we need a heavenly language? Because it helps us to build up our most holy faith. It does something for us. It communicates where the enemy can't understand, but it builds up our most holy faith so we can continue to stand in what we're standing in. I heard Lisa, and all I could think about was not only did she overcome, look, she had already been set free. The truth of the matter is we're all free. We're just not walking in it. I literally saw the scales being removed from her eyes and the chains being broken and her being able to stand in that liberty wherewith Christ has made all of us free. But she's experiencing it, and you heard her declaration. It brought tears to my eyes. You heard people rejoicing. That water was set for anybody to get in and get whatever they needed out of radical obedience. Yeah. Man, three days, and he looked up, no different than Christ being raised on the third day. 
Listen, come on. <laughs> no different. Come that on. very same Mount Moriah is known to be the very same mountain Calvary, um, Golgotha's hill that Jesus was lifted up on. Make the connection. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. My God. Good stuff. Three days. Yeah. Three days. Mm-hmm. And after this. <laughs> after <laughs> two, this. Two, 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 two. Listen. So many After things are going on. If we would just listen, and right now is the time to really hear God. I get it collectively. Be around some prophetic people. Have an ear to hear and be in position because we see what's going on in the world. But the truth is it has absolutely everything to do with what's going on in our spiritual realm. Yeah. And we can't be thrown off or shaken by what we see because we still got work to do. Yes. Thanks, sis. <laughs> yes. So I didn't realize yesterday. I mean, I knew it was two twenty. I knew the twos, but just this morning, it made me uh, really understand what's been going on and the stifling of just everything. You know what I've been dealing with, and so. Two, the number two, because it also has, it was two weeks exactly to where I've been waiting for it, what I share with you ladies, the diagnosis, for two weeks, and I got it at around two o'clock, and then two, so it, it, it makes sense, and even, um, Tan, thank you, because I didn't even realize that I have been in a, uh, the enemy has been trying to mute me, so that I won't open my mouth, and, and you know, the, and it's a night, it's a night terror attack, so I get, like, it all makes sense to me now. Um, and being raised in a Methodist church and then, you know, going to revival center, it's lit. So just sitting back and not, you know, not being punked, but I guess you can say that. And, um, hmm, I, I got it. I got it. Thank you. I, I, it's, it's, my mind is blown right now, but in a good way. Hallelujah. Anybody else? I want to um, just confirm. Beyond with what you stated about that God is wanting to put something in our hands. And this is the time. Even with yesterday's date, the word cessation is the end of a thing and a new beginning of something. And so we're at an end of an era, of the church era. And now we are entering in into the kingdom error and it's all about the kingdom and yes if you have asked God for some things and I'm not just saying stuff but some things God is yet doing beyond us suddenly and stay in expectation of what you've asked him for Hold on to what you've asked him for and continue. And he wants to hear it out of your mouth. You can write it, but he wants to hear your sound. Yeah. And so yesterday I presented to him some things that have been manifesting, and he had been waiting to hear the sound, even though I was getting a little here and there. But now it's time for the greater and the much. And so in that, yes, we are under an open portal. Hallelujah. Portals are open. 
Glory to God. And as I said that, keys are yet being dangled. Mm. Listen for the sound in the spirit realm. Glory to God. I'm going on mute, sis. I love you. Hallelujah. Love you too, babe. Somebody else was, was about that, to share. Was, yeah, oh, it was, was gone. Hold, hold it was on one second. Persistent. And then who else was that? Christina. Okay. So go persistent then, Christina. I just wanted to say that I have um, listened and, intently, and this was definitely a, a word from um, heaven. Um, I was up in the middle of the night, and I was um, doing my reading and talking to the Lord, and he was leading me to purpose and promise. Um, and every time I do that, I struggle with declare victory. I have it on but I'm going in and out. But while you were um, teaching, Dion, he gave me a dream, and you were in front of a crowd, and I heard everything you said, but there was a vision that was given to me because he's trying to keep me me awake. And in that crowd, there were a lot of people from my church, a lot of women in my church that I recognized, but I was listening to you. And then finally, I got up and and broke off the sleep off me, and I was present. But I say all that to say this. I am definitely have to get, I'm I'm so glad to hear everything that was said. Um, It is so critical for me to get what he has for me right now, to break all these things off of me, to, to walk away, uh, and not do things my way, but his way. But to understand what it what it is, there's definitely a different level. And I love what uh, Lavinia just said about the open portals of heaven. And I love what I heard the explanation about the tongue, allowing the Holy Spirit, when you hear it, to use you. And I love what you said to take you there, to transport you there to that that language, that tongue. I never thought of it that way. All these different nuggets of of just um destiny is calling. And it's now. It's 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 now. And then the the um using the example of Abraham just resonates so much with me. And I loved hearing Sister Lita Leisha being so radical and strong about backing that enemy off of her. I mean, it just came out. God just empowered her because the word from heaven was spoken and everything that heaven had for us came with it. And it was it was beautiful to hear. And just it, it just it was just beautiful. So I just all I can say, I'm just so grateful and thankful. Um I just want to get it. Like you said, I just don't want to miss it. I want to get it. And that's all I wanted to share, and just just grateful, just very grateful this morning for for hearing what I've heard and what it's done on the inside of my belly and my mind and in my soul. What it what it what it stirred up. It's just it's 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 real. It's authentic, and I just thank you for it. Everybody, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Priscilla. Amen. Go go ahead, Christina. 
my goodness. Ooh, okay, so when Lavina said she saw dangling keys, I was literally, um, I'm just going to read what I saw as she was saying that. When you understand that God is our creator, he created us in his image and in his likeness, then the purposes and intents that he has for us are hidden within his mind. And that because words are thoughts clothed in language, when you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, you allow God to speak to you so that way the encrypted keys that he's dangling will be unlocking the doors of his mind and will be revealed to you in the spirit. That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody else? That was good. Good man. morning, Dion. Good morning. Good morning, Pretty. Hey, Pretty girl. I heard you loud and clear. I heard you loud and clear. Thank you, Tan, from being obedient with the praise song to the prayer to whoo I am rocking over here. Just my spirit is shaking. Here I am. Send me whatever it is, Lord. Whatever it is you want me to do, here I am. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's that moment. Good morning. This is Toyer. I just want to say I thank God, you know, for for a core. I just I love it. Just like you said earlier, I love it when everything was on is on a core, when God is doing things to show those that are diligently seeking him that we are doing something right, drawing nigh to him and he is drawing nigh to us. I never, ever, ever and I've heard that scripture so many times heard it like that and i'm so excited about it i thought that scripture was about abraham disobedience and i'm gonna test you to see if you're gonna be obedient to me but hearing it in that way here i am are you willing to sacrifice something for me are you willing to listen to me let me test you to see if you truly understand what you did in your disobedience but I'm not going to make you do it. I just want to see if you're going to do it. I want to see if I say, do this crazy thing. Be radical for me if you are willing to do it. And that just touched my spirit today. When I got when I got ordained as a minister during Christmas time, the enemy really tried to hit me. He hit my entire house with COVID, and he had me in fear. So much fear. I didn't know what to do, and I was going crazy in my mind, and I asked the Lord, I said, what do I got to do to be complete for you, to be completely obedient, and it was a thing that I was doing, <laughs> Woo, hallelujah, <laughs> it was, oh, hallelujah, Woo, thank you, Lord, it was a thing that I was doing, and, 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 and it, when we confess, when there's no secret, when the enemy think, you know, that's how the enemy capture us. He, he keep us in secret. He keep us from, oh, he keep us from confessing. He keeps it in secret. And there was a thing that I was doing and I kept telling myself, God ain't told me to stop doing it yet. I don't got to stop. And I said, Lord, what do I got to do to be complete for you? And just as clear as day, he walked in my room and said, Stop smoking weed. 
And I woke up out of my sleep, and I said, thank you, Lord, and I haven't touched it since. And that made me complete for the Lord. So that thing, like you were saying, woman of God, the thing that God wants us to let go for him, that thing that we desire, that God don't want for us, that we got to let go in obedience, that obedience. Oh, hallelujah. I just wanted to say, don't be in secret for the enemy. Stay out for the Lord. Out yourself for the Lord. Speak truth for the Lord, because that's how the enemy get us. He is the ruler, the principality of this air. Speaking in Hallelujah. our heavenly language, he can't touch that. He can't hear yeah. it, because that's God's word. And yeah. I just thank you. I thank you this morning, woman of God. I thank God. I'm so excited. That touched my soul. That was confirmation for me. Amen. God totally be praised. Hallelujah. God be praised. Thank you for sharing, Toria, and thank you for your transparency. Necessary. It's necessary. Look, there's, you know, folks on the, the line right now, that, that thing, honey. But all you got to do, we overcome by the words of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Don't let the devil keep you stuck in shame. caught up in, in guilt and shame and fear and all the rest of the stuff. It's unnecessary weight. and You don't have to carry it. It's always a choice. You can let it go at any given time. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Kenya. Hey, Kenya. So with this whole radical obedience, right, I was trying to be quiet this morning. I didn't hop off the line, hop back on the line about three times in the middle of dropping your niece off, got back on and y'all still talking. And I just caught the end of what you were saying. And it's time for me to free myself up. So most of you know that I had went like two months without paying my rent. God bless me with a house. Um, the house is wonderful. The girls are loving it. In the midst of that, somehow I still managed to blow it. I went back to my old ways of smoking and fornicating and just, I don't know, I just messed up and, and I've been trying to get it back. And it's been kind of hard, um, but I started with the fasting last week. Um, I was compelled to walk around my block seven times. I did that yesterday morning and at the end of it, I just kind of yelled out Jesus and I felt a little bit of freedom, but I'm still holding back and not letting, you know, my testimony the truth of what's going on so I can get totally free and I'm just trying to get back to where I was and it's not an easy journey but I got to do it because quitting is not an option and nowhere in there did I ever feel like I needed to quit or felt like God didn't love me no more because I knew you know because of this call and my church you guys have taught me that it's pretty much nothing I can do to stop him from loving me but the disappointment that I felt like I was you know disappointing God has been something that's been holding on and and I know that he's not one to to like not bless us, but there's a certain amount of discipline that you do get when you when you doing what you know that you ain't supposed to be doing. So I am just thankful that you guys are here. I'm thankful that I have a surrounding where I feel comfortable to give my testimony. And I don't know, that's about it. You know I'm not a talker. 
Well, listen, it's it's just a reminder that this is a process. This not no this not a sprint. <laughs> right? And and the devil will have you high side and acting like you got it all together, you know, once once you make your your good confession. But for real, the the truth is that's why we encourage you to have a language. Right? And that that's why we, we remind you that spending time in the word, spending time in prayer, meditation, spending time um, accessing the presence of the Holy Spirit and really dwelling in places of glory, like, and even depending on how frequently you move around like that, listen, it's not easy to not do what you've done historically and because some of the stuff is bloodline stuff, y'all. We be fighting big dragons with a cotton-picking uh, hairbrush. Child, listen. Some stuff you need a, a whole what cannon to destroy. Some stuff lingers longer than others. And based upon your level of exposure and what you've been caught up in, you know what I mean? Like it, it's easy to go backwards. However, the beautiful thing is he said if you confess, your faults one to another. He'll be faithful and just to forgive you, right? And so some of the stuff you can't overcome because you won't be transparent enough to talk about it. You know, and and here it's just, it's a safe space. And it doesn't mean that you're supposed to just do whatever you want to and then every week come back and say, okay, I mean, you know, I I fail. Some stuff ain't no fault. I'll tell y'all, straight up. I don't I don't fall. I walk in the stupid stuff. <laughs> Come on. When I blow Come it, on. Listen, okay. When I blow okay. it, I'll be like, I think I'm going to go do this right here. All right, no. Jesus, I know I know you don't like it, and uh, but I, I'm going to have to deal with it. That, now, that's not really my norm right this second, but it is, that's my common practice. I'm going to do what I want to. That's called pride, right? And so you, you just get to a point where you make an active decision. Okay, not bothering with that. I, I can't, can't do it that way no more. But make sure you have um, – that's why relationships are so important, right? Make sure you have a place where somebody can see you in in your humanity and not minimize your spirituality, right, where they're not guilting or beating you up process, okay? Amen. Yes. Anybody else? And real quick, after oh. we talk, yeah, you got to change that secular music. I had to I had to turn that off real quick. Oh, yeah, so turn you that right, off. So thank you. That'll, that'll make a fool of you every time. That secular yeah. music. Hey, if you struggle with your body, don't turn that on. <laughs> it's off every morning. It's yeah. off. I, mean, I told the kids, no, turn that off. If you want to listen to something, y'all gonna have to put that in your ears because no. And I'm trying to get them out of that too because I can't hear it. Listen, turn that thing off. No, ma'am. Anybody else you before we go? Said something real big. You said something super big. And I think it's for the whole church to hear. Like what? Get with people that can see you in your humanity and they don't judge your spirituality. That's so big. Right, because just because I'm lonely don't mean I, it don't mean I don't love God. I do love God. Right. I just don't love me like God loves me. Woo! 
Come on now. And we're getting to that place. That's where we're headed to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to love me like yeah. God loves me. Come on, let's see it, myself it's, the way he it's does. It's impossible. Look, let, let, me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this for somebody who struggles and who's struggling with smoking either cigarettes or weed. Listen, I smoked a cigarette every time I put it up to my mouth because I wanted to. For a long time, saved, sanctified, and set apart. Would drive a demon out in a second <laughs> and go smoke a cigarette. Don't play with me. Okay. It was a hand-me-down. I'm, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about right here. I don't care what y'all think of me. I know I know where I'm at today. But, but smoked for years. Right after church, child. Finish praying and be like, whew. I need a cigarette. <laughs> Just as crazy. But you know what that was? A lack of self-love. A, a spirit of suicide. You call it whatever you want to. It is proven that cigarettes kill you. And I still smoked and prayed and prophesied and preached. Because I didn't love me the way God loved me. You understand? Right? So that, that, that sacrifice, cigarettes became my boyfriend. Cigarettes became my sex. Cigarettes became all kind of stuff. Right? And so we, now cigarettes ain't going ain't, ain't gonna to send you to hell. But let me tell you what they do do. They kill you slowly every time you smoke one. That weed from the earth. Right. Listen, that that weed from the earth have you uh your your thoughts be all over the place. I mean, devil tell you oh, it's okay to smoke weed. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want to smoke weed, go ahead. But it's still tobacco. It is it is still altering your state of being. It is taking away your clarity. It's a habit that creates another habit. You say whatever you want to, but listen. And I used to smoke an eighth of weed every three days. Don't play with me. I'm not talking about what somebody told me. I'm not high-siding. I'm saved, sanctified, and filt, F-I-L-T. You got it? Pocket it. Come right on now. All, all things freedom, are lost, freedom is all not free. Pocket, all things are lawful, all, but all things are not expedient. They're not beneficial. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're not going to help us in the long run of us getting to where he wants us to get. They're going to be a hindrance, actually, and the enemy will use that against us. We got the liberty. And that's to do really, what we it is, <laughs> yeah, is it's, it's permission for an accusation. Yep, absolutely. Wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You and Lisa, y'all just y'all just double teaming people. You just beating the people up. Lisa, say it again. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You can do. We have the liberty to do what? What? Anything we want to. <laughs> you like to whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You like to whatever. Go ahead. Do some extra. But there are consequences, and it is absolutely, oh absolutely Oof. going to be not going to be punished. But there are consequences that mm-hmm. you are absolutely number one. If nothing else, that my prayers will be hindered because I'm smoking a blunt, because I'm having a little sex, because I'm stealing. My prayers are going to be hindered. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm okay. And I, this is not. This is no shade to anybody on the line. You can have at it. I'm I'm not trying to be sarcastic about it at all, 
I just made some decisions. It, uh, right around this time period, when there are wars, rumors of wars, there are plagues, there are signs everywhere that Jesus, that God is soon to come, you guys. That's it. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. But, but see, this is the thing. A, a lot of times you guys hear us talk about um, – we talk about legislation, right? We talk about accusations and heaven's courts and all that stuff, which is not a common conversation. It's, it's, it's not something that we hear. But a lot of times the things that we struggle with and, and are um, subjected to are self-inflicted, self-injurious behavior, right? We make active decisions to do things that cost us and so it listen god will still bless you every time you get up that's a blessing every time a need is met that's a blessing every time a way is made that's a blessing but sometimes that thing that um that place where you crest over into promise is delayed as a direct response to a direct reflection of that small fox I want, it's like having a kid, um, and, and I, I can use my son as a testimony. My son, my eldest son, has not had a drive, has not driven a car legally since probably about 2017. It's 2022. And finally, they garnished his check. He just paid his last $71 on a ticket that he's had since 2013. Literally, it's 2022. So his siblings, younger than him, everybody moving around, this joker walk everywhere. He'd ride a bike if he had one. He's scared to death to drive because he's been out of practice since 2013. For nothing other than, listen, the, the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. Hard head make a soft behind, grandma used to call it. When you get in your way, and that's dealing with addiction and just disobedience and messing around and tinkering with other gods, it has cost him just being able to move around. That ain't no whooping. That's just tangible evidence of if you don't follow the rules, you always lose. So now here he is, 28 years old, don't have no car, go to work every day, check gardens. Look, you got to watch the patterns and the systems. I'm not saying it to talk about my son. Now, don't don't get it twisted. But what I notice is now that he's not drinking, now that he's sober, now that he's listening to the word of God, now that he's in the process of attempting to rebuild his life, the depression is not as uh, prominent, the uh, stagnation, the, even him being able to communicate is clearing up. I'm watching him. Uh, I come in the house and he's listening to Michael Todd child he was around here with a red hat on talking about some moors and what honey uh, little bitty stuff that that causes you to walk contrary to the promise that's already hovering over your life will delay everything now his life has been delayed from direct disobedience now i get to watch him walk into obeying god and it looks different 
because he coming to the conclusion. I don't badger. I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to stress you. You don't pay your tithes. That's why you don't have no money. <laughs> you, you ain't paying your tithes. Quit asking why you broke. You won't give. Quit asking what you broke for. You know why you broke? Because you robbing God. You was a thief, honey. And I'm not talking about the DV. I'm just talking about overall. So it's the season where we make active decisions to either obey God or don't. You go on and stay in that broken down place for hell along if you want to. That's your business. I ain't doing it. I'm tired. I done got drugged. I felt like somebody tied me to a truck and did 60 on a dirt, on a gravel road with heck of rocks in it. <laughs> Enough. I ain't saying anybody else. I'm about to get ready to close this call out. So if, if you got something to say, you better say it and say it quickly because I got to go to the gym. I'm going to honor God with this body and make this flesh obey too. I do not want to go to the gym, but guess what, baby? I'm going. Listen, I just want to add that obedience is contagious. When I stop, yes, my daughter stops and my son stops. Amen. Praise God. Come on. I like it. I like it. Amen, y'all. Listen, this has been a, an amazing call. I thank God for Jesus this morning. I thank God for a mind to live life deliberately. Tan will be online at 12 o'clock today, 12 noon, during the three-day consecration. The consecration started today. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It will end Saturday morning. Now, again, if you are taking medication, if you got some strict um, dietary instructions, um, maybe just fast for a couple of hours. But don't do anything that would jeopardize your health. For those of you that are going to be courageous and tough it through, maybe it's your first time. Don't be afraid of what you've never experienced. By the time it's all said and done, I guarantee you, God is going to do something supernatural in you. May not be money. May not be a new house or a new car, but let me tell you what it will be. A greater understanding, a closer walk with the Father, a possibility of entering into covenant relationships that will hold you accountable and accompany you on this kingdom journey. There are things and benefits to honoring God with our lives. So I'm excited about this supernatural release of power and courage to walk in the things of the kingdom, to watch your life be activated with truth and power, to experience the fullness that God promises all of us. I love you today, but I promise on everything that's dear to me, he loves you the most. I'll hear you right back here at 5 p.m. Um, Rochelle is now the fixture of hosting as Lady Diane is being a a amazing grandmother and um, taking care of her grandbaby. We thank God for her and her life. I'll talk to you guys, some of you at, at 12, some of you at 5. If not, we'll hear you Thursday. Have an amazing, amazing day on purpose. Peace and love, love, love. You too. Love you, guys. 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 Love you, guys